Hey folks, good morning and welcome to Michigan Pathways. It's your host John. And we're out and about today, so if it sounds kind of weird, um, we are out walking this morning. It's the 9th of March. We're trucking along into March here and once again, southeastern Michigan is going to see some really strange weather. We've got snow all day on Friday and rain on Saturday. So one thing after another. So uh, first off, I want to say um, something to everybody. And this guy, if this gets back to Dan Becker, I hope it does. Um, you guys know I'm a big follower of Dan Becker and Dan Becker Outdoors. Um, He has put a lot into what he does and creates for uh, the backwoods, uh, backcountry, backpacking, that type of thing. It has for a long time. I started following him off very early in uh, 2019. My hearts and thoughts go out to him in a speedy recovery. Um, A lot of you guys know if you do follow Dan, he uh, had to be taken out and taken to a nearby hospital for treatment. And um, it was pretty scary. And it was pretty scary to watch. And I hope he is recovering and he is doing better. And he gets the treatment that he needs to get back out there and create one heck of a channel. So um, our thoughts and prayers go out to Dan. And as you heal, let us know if you need anything. And you guys, hang around for the next segment. Thank you again, John, for having me on the podcast, everyone. My name is Tom Funk, and I am a wildlife biologist and happy to uh, talk a little bit about black flies and stable flies. Black flies and stable flies are both true flies. They're in the order Diptera, and they are in different families of flies. The black fly is in uh, uh, Simulidae, and they're in our their own genus, uh, Simulium. Thing is, there's 2,200 worldwide species of black flies. 65 species are living in Michigan. That's a lot of black fly species. Black flies are small. They're barely larger than a pencil lead. They live near clean water streams. They're most active in early spring. They emerge a few weeks after the snow melts, which means this is going to put them mostly in northern Michigan and the upper peninsula. They do consume blood. And uh, a really cool thing, I guess, for them anyways, is they use a nerve killer and an anticoagulant to lap up your blood. To deal with black flies, wear clothing head to toe. They cannot bite through clothes. And DEET is a preventative. So again, black flies, small early spring flies. The stable fly is frequently called a black fly, and that is the problem with common names. As a scientist, we use Latin names, and every organism has its own unique Latin name. The stable fly, uh, Stomoxus calcitrans, one species, Eurasian in origin, they're found worldwide. They look exactly like a housefly in form, appearance, 
in size. They live in the woods, live on farms, they harass a lot of your farm animals, most active in summer, and they prefer cloudy, humid days with temps over 80 degrees. They're most problematic on beaches when the prevailing winds push them onto the shore out of the woods. So if you're in the Upper Peninsula, when you got a southerly wind, it pushes these guys out onto the beaches and they uh, land on us humans. Uh, you don't see them very often on Lake Michigan because we don't get very many easterly winds. Lake Huron, a little different. They get westerlies and southerlies. They're found on Lake Huron shores as well. And they do consume the blood of large mammals. The thing is with them, DEET is ineffective. Permethrin, the jury is still out on it. The best method of prevention is to wear clothing, including on your feet. They love landing on your legs and on your feet. So make sure wear shoes with good socks, wear clothes to prevent them. So stable flies look like house flies. Uh, they're later in the summer. Uh, they like humid, hot days, and uh, we mostly find them on beaches. So there you go, a quick tutorial on black flies and stable flies. Uh, thanks for having me, and uh, uh, we will see you out on the trail. Hey, folks. Well, we're back here in the studio after we've kind of walked around today and kind of taken a nice day in. But um, so the black flies versus stable flies, I just want to kind of let you know I reached out to Thomas Funk of uh, Michigan Trail Reports and Tom's Trail Tales. And I always appreciate Tom when he comes in and he's able to uh, kind of give his background and opinion on things. And he's got the background for it. So if you guys want to, you know, have a check him out and uh, head over to his YouTube uh, channel. I do believe it's under the same thing, uh, Michigan Trail Reports. But um, definitely always appreciated it. And... Um, so we're on to today's show and it's um kind of a um i don't say a repeat but it's kind of one that um i always like to kind of refresh everybody and the uh the, the great reasons to get out and hike but not just hike but get out and you know explore things kind of take some things in and that type of thing um First off, it's free. You know, it, it doesn't cost you really to go out and, and enjoy a day on a local trail or a local park and just kind of take the day in. It, it doesn't cost you anything. So that's always the nicest thing about getting out and hiking and trying to push yourself to the next step, but do it safely. Um, anyone can do it. And that is true. There, there are different trails for everyone. If you can do the hard trails, there's always boardwalks. And if there's board, there's not boardwalks, and you can always do concrete. There's always something for someone to get out there and explore. Um, let's say in, in local park, backwoods, um, the the terrain and all that is there, and you can definitely do it. Um, so here. Ch -ch 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 great family time and it, that is uh if you were looking to get out hiking and backpacking uh if you want to get away from the traditional car camping a lot of people um that's how i kind of grew up we did the car camping thing and 
but we also were kind of in the back 40 if you will so we were we could explore still living you know sleeping in the camper and having really good food and such like that but we still went out and you know did different hikes and such like that um also um this expands your horizons it does um hiking can take you just about anywhere and it's really up to you on how far you want to push yourself and explore more of what michigan has to offer but there's more than just michigan i know we focus a lot here on michigan and michigan trails but um there there are more and i know i reach out more to a lot of people here in the united states uh this show covers about 90 percent of the united states and two percent is canada but we won't break down the rest of it um but it, it there are a lot and we know there are different trails like the pacific crest air the arizona continental appalachia but there are many many mo- more and there's more right in your backyard so it's also rewarding uh once you have accomplished something it, it's we always talk about the great things you know or the uh how eat you know how we get out on the trail and stuff like that but when it comes to finishing the trail and you have you know you've gotten through it unscathed and definitely haven't bathed um it's rewarding it's like i did that i did that whether you did it on your own or you did it with family or you did it with a friend it's something you have accomplished and it, whether it was small one or if it was a large one these are personal um uh, rewarding and you can go a lot farther and i hope you can so uh with that today wrapping everything up i know we kind of shot over our 10 minute mark here but i appreciate everyone who stopped by and um i'll definitely see you on the trail thanks once again